What's poppin' my beautiful kings and queens? I'm back with another episode and today I have one new special guest with me. So please give a warm welcome to my mother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the invitation and thank you to all of you who are listening. Yes, so um, I also have my brother here with me, Uh. but he doesn't eat. (laughs) Say what's up to the people. Some y'all see how she treat. Whoop, whoop, you know. So, um, <laughs> y'all remember when you said that. Anyway, diving right in. So, as y'all can tell from the title, today's misconception that we're tackling is I don't know how to necessarily put it into a title, but the misconception idea that in order to receive love and experience love, you must first deal with the, I'll say, downside of love or the difficulties and the trials of love in order to experience love. And so I'm going to start out with first the scripture with the fruits of the spirit. So we have it's Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Sorry. Um, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. In other words, period. Period. All right. So, dive right in. It's bougie. (laughs) How do you feel about... How do you feel about this misconception as a whole first... Do you feel anyone? Do you feel as though you have to deal with someone's baggage head on, like right out the right out the gate when you meet someone? Well, I have a friend who has a saying, and she says that um, people don't do you; they do them themselves. You know, and so what presents in a relationship oftentimes is people's comfort zone. You see what they're used to. You'll see their expectations. You'll see their beliefs and their perspective and um, what is required in order for there to be uh, reciprocity in a relationship is that there must be give and take, which means you must be as invested in coming to understand and see someone else's perspective as you are in your own. Um, But that requires some growth and Mm -hmm. that requires some adjustment and that is why one of the most vital tools of a relationship is communication you know and it has to be you know we say are you listening with a third eye Mm -hmm. um with a third um eye which is you know not only can you see something but are you listening with the intention that you're going to hear what someone really is saying not to respond to what they were saying, but to really understand what it is that they said. And um, you can do it, you know, for those people that you may be in a relationship with and they don't necessarily have that skill, you can um, kind of coach and coax them into being more proficient in that area. So one of the things that you would do is, you know, you would Um, Like if I said to David, okay, so what is it that you heard me say, you know, to get him to then be able to say back to me what it is he believes that I just said in that in the course of that discussion? Yeah, I agree 100 percent. 
I um, I usually what I say is, are you listening to understand or to hear what I'm saying? Or are you listening to comprehend what I'm saying and seeing what I'm saying from all point of views and perspectives? So I agree. Well spoken. Well spoken. Facts. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of the times people who expect you to go through all these extra hoops and highs, you know, a lot of extra baggage and toxicity are people who are broken and haven't healed themselves and really done the individual work with themselves before hopping into the relationship. So they're kind of coming at it from an angle of a broken individual individual's perspective. Whereas if a lot of people were to fully heal themselves and fully, you know, get right with themselves, then there wouldn't be as much baggage because a relationship is supposed to be out of, you know, you two enjoying each other. If we're talking about a positive relationship, that's supposed to be beneficial for both of y'all and really enjoying life together, just growing. Um, So you have to go through growing pains. You have to constantly, you know, you know, learn areas where you can accept each other and really, you know, grow from within each other. But it shouldn't be this toxic thing where you feel like it's just not fun and enjoyable. Like most of the time it's supposed to be enjoyable, but it's just life. Like you're a growing person. So you're going to have different phases where, you know, you're constantly going through this or that to evolve and whatnot. So you have to learn to accept each other from different areas and help each other expand. And know that in your healing and in just being an individual who God calls to minister to people or just heal people through your words, know that you will naturally just attract and people will gravitate towards you continuously. And it's something that you can't necessarily control, but sometimes you will continue to attract these broken people in a sense. And it's not always necessarily meant for you to establish a relationship with them, but in that season, they may need you to just tell them about themselves or to just Mm -hmm. speak to them or encourage them in order to give them that push that they need to start that self-healing. But I do want to ask, how do you guys feel? Um, Do you feel like, dang, 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 what was I about to say? Do you feel like... Well, while you're thinking about that, can I jump in and... Something that David said which was um, important was talking about um, brokenness. And a lot of times people don't, they don't understand or they don't see that they are broken. You know, if you were driving all the time and your windshield was cracked, you see the world through that lens. You know, that's normal for you. As for so many people, their um, brokenness is their normal. You know, if they come home and um, mm. their parents always argue. Yeah. You know, that's how they communicate, you know, and that's how they think love is supposed to be shown. And so, you know, the Bible says we should not be unequally yoked. Some of that being unequally yoked means being with somebody who um, does not have the same foundation that you have, Mm -hmm. doesn't have the same level of um, 
comforts and beliefs and, and um, experiences that you have um, that serve as that foundation. So if, if you're used to people who are, um, you know, they spend quality time together, family is important, things of that nature, and then you connect with somebody and they're distant or they're used to just being on their own, then your experiences are going to be way different. You know, and that's not to say that that's not something that you can't grow together, but right, right. you're going to start to see, you know, they may not value that. They may say, why are you always, you know, around your family or why do you always want to go and spend time with your family or, or no, we don't need to, you know, if your family lives out, out of state. Um, why are you always traveling back home to be with your family? So these are things that, you know, experiences or what I call the seasons of a relationship where you start to see, you know, are our distant are our differences something that are, you know, kind of running parallel to one another and we can, you know, they're compatible and they work and we complement one another. You know, that's where you should be looking at somebody who's gonna complement your life and not complicate it. Yes. Oh see, that's crucial because that really be the thin line because it really comes down to you really have to have that wisdom and really see it where it's either it's in a healthy way where y'all are both learning to compromise with each other because we all come from different walks of life. So you're going to have differences if you're somebody really out here mingling with, with a bunch of different people and just experiencing and just having different, you know, exploring just the world and whatnot. So you'll have, like you, like you said, mom, just relationships where there'll be one individual from a certain background where, say, your parents argue a lot. And the other background where he was more family oriented and it was more of a peaceful household. And so if y'all are both in the right space, we are not coming into it in a broken place because we're all, you know, broken in certain ways. None of us are perfect. So you all have you always have space to grow and learn. So it's like right there, y'all can learn to really grow together and expand <laughs> and really uh, learn about each other. But if you're in a from a broken perspective, then there's not really going to be that growth. There's just going to be the one individual just putting a bunch of toxicity on the other individual. Because, and that's the thing, even because even coming from like a household where you don't argue, where you may not have been as much argument, there could be insecurities in the way of you not being able to really explore out in life. You be more, you can be more reserved and just more focused on just being family oriented and just close to the family and not wanting to just expand out in the world and really go out here and explore where the other person can teach you that value. So it really just comes down to, you know, is it an actual growing relationship where you both are compromising off of each other's differences and really learning about each other? Or is it just one individual just hoping that you just take all their baggage and then expecting you to be the one taking their baggage and calling you out because you don't want to sit here because you don't owe nobody nothing to have to sit there and have to pick up their dead weight. Exactly. That's on you as a responsibility. Like you have to learn to appreciate and value yourself first before trying to put yourself onto somebody else. You have to give it, try to give people your greatest self. So you're the first relationship is you, if anything. So yeah, it really comes down to that being a thin line. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> what I, it was so good, y'all. It was so good, but I don't remember. But I do want to ask um, y'all's viewpoint on a relationship being a partnership, or do you feel as though it's 
Do you feel like you come into a relationship with someone which each providing 50-50 or it's a partnership and we're both coming in whole individually? Yeah, it's a partnership. It's two individuals. So at the end of the day, we are taking both of our realities and coming together and making a compromise, making a intertwining, you know, I'm bringing all my energy, you bringing all your energy and we, to make the best flow, have to learn the differences and grow together. It's just an experience, you know, you can't, it's just y'all have to find that balance in between. And please, at least try to make the percentage level, you know, 85%, like we just was breaking down, at least 85% are up as far as you healing Coming your wounds. Into, yes, you feel me? Not yes. just like you're giving somebody 50%. You, no. like Everybody's not 100%. Of course. Healed. There's always room for more healing and growth as we experience life. But you do need to come with, you know. You're 100% ready for that moment. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not like you just, you know what I mean? I agree. It's 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 a hundred percent and a hundred percent in that I should be um, invested to give my all, my full effort right. to give you know my full energy to give you know all of my resources um, because in the course of the relationship we're going to experience different things and so then I might not have the energy or I might mm-hmm. not have the time or I might not have the resources and somebody else then my partner then is is you know, fill it in and right. helping to augment it in those times. However, there has to, again, be balance and that reciprocity where, you know, I'm not always the one that's giving or picking mm-hmm. up or, you know, um, because then my, my, my fuel bank gets depleted. Mm-hmm. I'm, my gas tank that's is on low. Um, e, baby. You know, because I've been, you know, carrying the weight of the relationship and then who is then sewing back into me? So yeah, I sew exactly. into you and you sew into me. And, yes. and so that's how we keep that balance and we keep mm-hmm. that flow. And that's also how we grow exactly. together because then I own the responsibility of my part mm-hmm. in keeping tabs and making sure that I'm as invested, not only in receiving love, but in monitoring that person that I'm in a love relationship with. And that is, whether it is, you know, a partner, um, in, you know, in the sense of a romantic relationship or even, you know, in my friendships, you know, mm-hmm. I make sure that I check in or make sure that I'm as fully yeah, present real. as I can be. You know, mm-hmm. when they call me and they say I'm going through something, mm-hmm. you know, do am I listening and do I make myself available? And even, you know, for me, you know, because we've lived in places where my friends are in other states. You know, and they may be across country and I hear, you know, or I celebrate their moments or I hear that they're struggling with something and I can't necessarily be physically present for them. But then I find a way to interject my spirit and energy. Um, You know, they know that I'm always there, you know, for um, to pray for them and I'm always praying for them, you know, and that becomes important and that you know, it's something that then carries over again. If you have that posture, it carries over into your other relationships. It's not just limited to your significant other. Relationship is as a whole. Either way, you gotta have that friendship bond at a core. And please learn in the relationship because that's how you know how to truly be that healing. Piece of the love puzzle. language, love language. You feel me? When, when your when your partner in crime goes down, because we all have our down bad moments, you need to be able to 
know how to be that cure for them mm -hmm. when they truly need you. Instead of just looking at them lost in the sauce, mm -hmm. when they really need you to be that healing, you know, puzzle piece, you gotta really break down people. Cause at the end of the day, in a relationship, it's not meant to be just peaches and cream. It's meant for you to go through life, which is tough in many different ways and experience it. So for the good moments, the bad moments, whatever, they're all just a lesson. So just learn and just enjoy this experience. We talked about this um, a couple of days ago um, that there's a scripture in the Bible says that, you know, when a couple first comes together, that they are to um, spend a year together. And if you look at the symbolism of what that year means, it means four seasons. It means springtime, which things are new and being birthed and being, you know, seeds are being planted and there's mm -hmm. new life that is, is growing. And then summertime when things are, you know, vibrant and the sun is shining and it's bright and, you know, it's good days, you know, and celebrations. And then the fall when things start to die off and, um, you know, it's kind of a cleansing. Mm -hmm. um, and then you go into winter months when things are dormant and things, you know, look like they died or it's a season of sleep. In your relationships, you will go through those four seasons. You will go through times when it's great. It's you. You've got new things going. You got things that are budding, like in the spring. You've got you know the very good times when everything seems to be rocking and rolling, and you guys are really having a great season. Um, and then there are times when it you know you start to see where you're going through periods of growth and their shedding and their separation and it seems like things are dying off or um and it seems like you know you're dead um mm -hmm. in essence in that you're not progressing you know or that you know you're asleep so to speak um you go through all of those and you know we started it with the the fruits of the um spirit being the recipe for love that represents all of those different aspects of what love can be. It means you're going to go through long suffering or you're going to go through, um, you know, periods where you're being stretched and you're being tested in that relationship. It means you have, you should always have peace yeah, in a relationship. Course. You know, it doesn't mean that you always have happiness, but you should always have peace. I should know that I'm not your enemy. I'm, I'm your friend at the minimum, you know, and I should never be trying to intentionally hurt you. Even when I'm trying to be heard or even when I feel like, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for my survival. I should never be trying to hurt you. You know, I sh and, and that's also where joy comes from. You know, I don't have to be happy, but I'm content in knowing that, you know, all we're working towards a greater good. Everything is going, you know, towards that good and, and it's going to work out for us, you know. And so I can stay in it, stay vested in it, see you going through a hard time and know that, no, this is just a season. This is something we're just, you know, working through. Mm -hmm. And that about sums it up, I guess. Um, touched everything. Yep. Who wants to read the jewel of the day? You, yeah, that's what the jewel. Yeah, he's ignorant, y'all. <laughs> I'll read the jewel of the day. The jewel of the day comes from 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 through 8, and it says, Love is patient, love is kind. 
It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. That's all we have for you today. Thank you for listening, tuning in, and listening all the way to the end. Love you guys. Mwah, 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 and peace.